Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Mr. Probs. Look, worship leading can be one of the most rewarding areas of church ministry. But it can also feel like... I'm a worship leader. And I'm a production guy. And these are our problems. Welcome to episode 24 of the Worship Leader Problems Podcast. What's up, big man? 24. Seriously. Yeah, right. We're kicking some booty. It's happening. Okay, so here's one thing we got to talk about. So we have talked about from day one, if we can get to 50,000 follows on Instagram, we're going to reveal your identity. Mm. And we today very well could go over 43,000. It's climbing, man. It's, it's getting re- close. In big bunches. You know, it's really, uh, you, you wake up in the morning and the, like the people overseas have gone crazy overnight. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. It's awesome. It's so good. So, okay. Let, let, let's play um, counselor for a second. How mm. does it make you feel? Because like right now you've got anonymity, mm. which allows you probably to meme some things you wouldn't normally mean. How are you feeling right now knowing you're going to have to come out and let people know who you are? You know what? I I feel good. I feel good about it. I think I think it opens up a lot of you know possibilities for us in terms of like Instagram live and and uh you know story videos and all that stuff. I mean, I there will be a trade-off without a doubt. Yeah. But, but you know what? I'm game. I'm ready. I'm so Let's ready. Go. I'm so I'm, I'm so ready, ready too, dude. I'd be, I want people to know. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had a friend who's a listener to the podcast just begging to, for me to tell him who it is. And he thought he knew, but <laughs> it's so funny, man, how people just want so badly to know. So, well, you know, guys, here's what I would say you know, temper your expectations. <laughs> Remember, that's what Chris McCartney said <laughs> right. lowering your I expectations. Know who- <laughs> <laughs> just you know just uh keep those expectations in check and uh no it's 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 everything's the same you're just going to know who it is yeah and everyone will finally know you're michael w smith <laughs> i mean i was putting the putting it together last week you play keys you're friends with sandy patty it has to be michael w smith <laughs> How oh, good, Sandy P. How good was that episode? The, the it first was part, amazing. Man, it was amazing. I, and I've had so many friends texting me, just going, "Bro, Sandy's awesome." Well, and wait until you hear episode the part two. I mean, oh, she, part two is way better. She drops some serious wisdom on us uh, in today's episode, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be good, dude. Okay. So I, I'm mixing broadcast this weekend. And uh, so I've been in my office for, for the whole first service. And remember, I'm a pastor and a tech guy at the same time. And so I come out of my office and I'm making my way around the sanctuary and I'm greeting people, loving people, giving hugs. And so I go up to one of my favorite security guys and I was just like, hey, Mark, how's it going? He goes, hey, I'm going to ask you a question. I said, what's that? He goes, a bunch of people were asking me this morning, like, do you actually do enough stuff to be called a pastor? And I oh, go, come on. I go, what? He goes, yeah, I, um, we call our information desk connection point. Yeah. Well, the ladies at connection point were asking me like, okay, so Jeremy, like, is he really a pastor? Does he do anything outside of just the weekend service? And he goes, 
And then, and then he looks at me and goes, well, you do, right? And I go, well, I said, I'm an associate pastor, just like anybody, uh, any of the other guys. I go, so how Randy leads worship on the weekend and there's a pastor throughout the week, I do the tech and then I'm a pastor throughout the week. I said, you know, for instance, on Friday, I spent some time at the local hospice house praying for a, a lady whose husband is about to pass at any time. And he goes, oh, and I go, you know, you've seen me on the preaching team, right? Well, yeah, yeah. It was just like, he goes, well, I thought so. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Like that. Okay. In the world of everything that's going on, like that's what you have to worry about is, oh, is that, is that all he does is mix, but we call him a pastor. Right. That's a come on fam. Dude. It was like my own prayer concern. Right. Sometimes those folks, you know, they're sitting around shooting the breeze and they just wander into areas. Maybe they shouldn't wander into, you know, good-hearted people, good, well, oh. well-intentioned, oh, yeah. well-intentioned. Yeah. But just, uh, you know, yeah. My wife's feeling a little feisty today as Mr. Probs just saw she's, she's outside right now. It's a, it's a beautiful floor today. It's like 87 degrees outside. And so she's spraying down the house with a hose and she comes in, she's all sweaty, but she has to download everything. And so I'm like, Hey, I'm trying to record a podcast here. And she was like, I don't care. Sorry. I'm just trying to make your house beautiful. Well, Earlier, so I text her and I go, "Hey, so apparently there's some things going around about people wondering if I do enough stuff to be considered a pastor." And she was like, "Don't let me get near him. Don't make me go tell times that you're sitting on the couch crying over a situation that has broken your heart for the people, or the times you go to the hospital and you're praying with people, or how you get up at five thirty in the morning and pray for the church on your day off with a bunch of guys." Like she goes, "You know, like I will go tell them why you should be a pastor." Right. And why, why does it depend on how much you do? Oh, exactly. Or it, it would even seem too that like your frontline responsibilities. What just, what just Hold on. Did you have an on. earthquake? No, I, I had to move. So I, I sit on the couch and I've got a TV tray in front of me with my audio interface and my computer. And I've got a nice boom mic stand here. Well, I just happened to look up and it looks like my computer's about to die. So I'm going to plug oh, it in. Oh, gotcha. Because that, that would be problematic. It would be it problematic. So if you want to just uh, take over the show for a second, one moment. Yeah. So, you know, I have stuff of my own to unpack. Um, I So we, 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 you know, my I told you last week we had this, I had this experience with an older lady who was, you know, placing her order for uh at least one old him every weekend. And, uh, you know, I tried to handle that as graciously as I could. And so, so to, I'm so sorry. And so, so, uh, so today we did another old song. This would be eight, eight weeks out of 11. We did another old song. And, sorry. uh, so, do I keep going? No, I, do I keep you going? Can't. I, I just I, I just wanted to say the distraction. I'm trying to get my power cord out of my bag. And I've met, I've said a million times I podcast with a cat next to me. And he's trying to attack the power cord <laughs> while it's coming out and he's biting me, trying to just scrape me on my hand. Oh my goodness. Yeah, proceed. <laughs> okay. So um so yeah, so we did another old song and uh uh I get an email immediately. Hey, I really loved doing that song right before communion. Let's just do that every week before communion. 
<laughs> like, what are you? Oh, come, come on, on, fam. Come on, come on fam. fam. Yeah. Well, what would we do without our people? What would we do without our people? We wouldn't have jobs. Well, you know who are some good people? Who's that? The worship leader probs, MVPs. I love this. I love that people are recognizing uh, those that they serve with alongside and their staff members. And so you can nominate an MVP of your own. Just go to our website, worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the MVP tab, fill out the form. That's all you have to do. And um, we'll take care of the rest. Real quick, I wish you guys could see Mr. Probs while he's ramping that up. His like shoulders like so cool back, like, hey, just click on the worship leader props MVP tab. Like <laughs> I feel fantastic. like I got it. I have to go into game show host like voice. Oh, that's what you have to do. To be so your official. Inner, your inner Ron Burgundy. Right. So we've got we're doing something a little different this week. We have two staff MVPs. Okay. Two staff MVPs. So the first MVP is Joe Raderman. Raderman. Joe Raderman. Joe serves at Heartland Community Church. He's the youth pastor. Uh, Joe is incredible. Uh, He has worked so hard to provide a space for high school students uh, to rest and refill every week. Uh, Thanks for all you do, Joe. And then in parentheses, it says, a.k.a. Joey Baloney, the pastor dude. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. You might be a rad man, but Joe will always be a radder man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. So our second staff MVP this week is Jared Kane. Jared serves at Crossing Community Church. He is the worship and youth pastor. Uh, In the past three years at our church, Jared has made the worship team stronger theologians, more intentional worshipers and deeper students of the word. He has a gift for discipling and teaching his band and congregation about the beauty of worship and stewardship of family praise. He works tirelessly uh, to craft set lists, uh, to research meaningful passages from the Bible and inform his his congregation uh, in conversation. Uh, He rocks at his job. He is gifted. So, Joe and Jared. We salute, salute you. you. Oh man, was it my close? lips? I, they, I just felt like it was right it's on. Gonna happen. It was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, hey, thank you again for submitting your MVPs, and don't forget you can go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the MVP tab, or you can send us an email at info at worshipleaderprobs.com. Wow, that was intimidating. I, thanks. I'm pretty good at it now. All right, dude. Let's get into the best spot on our podcast that we call Prayer Concerns. You gave you gave it the business today, man. I did give it the business. <laughs> so, you know, these just, they are what they are. You know, people take the prayer request portion of your connection card and they, they fill out criticisms. And so we ask often in the, in the Instagram story, what's the craziest thing you've ever gotten? And so if you've, if you've got one, send us a DM in Instagram at worship leader probs, 
So, okay, prayer concern number one. I had a congregant bring a bag full of clothes to one of our worship leaders and said to her, quote, you clearly need new clothes. All of your jeans have holes in them. <laughs> Actually brought clothes. Brought clothes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Brought I clothes. would I would have loved to see that worship leader's face. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. All right. Prayer concern number two. Quote, you shouldn't cage the drums. It blocks the anointing. And that, Amen. that came from Amen. A, came from a 70-year-old guy. That's fantastic. It, blo- <laughs> it blocks the anointing. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be found in the scripture somewhere. Right? right. Worship drummer will have something to say about that. Prayer concern number three. Okay. Your specials aren't special enough. <laughs> I have no clue what that even means, man. Oh, wow. Do you guys still do specials in your church? We do uh, occasionally. Yeah, that's that yeah. is one of the um, that is one of the only things that my pastor is passionate about. He really? loves he loves special music. That's cool. So you know what? Here's the deal. If my biggest complaint about my pastor is that he lo- which is really not a complaint, but is that he loves special music. Hey man, we'll throw some specials in there. That's right. Give it the business so, on those so specials. I, I've been in my church for 10 years. So at about the seven year mark in our weekly meeting, he said to me, Hey, I just want you to know in the new year, I am going to relieve you of the burden of special music. Wow. I, I know, I know that, you know, not as many churches are doing specials. And I was like, well, you know, we don't have to do them every week. He goes, Hey, I just don't want you to have to worry about the expectation of that. I was like, wow, that, that is, I teased him a little bit. That is. Yeah. And so about three weeks into the, the new year, we had not done any specials. And so in our weekly meeting, he goes, Hey, you remember last month I told you that thing about how I was going to relieve you of the burden of specials. I said, yeah, yeah. He goes, you know, how do you think you still might do some or how, like how, how, how often do you think you do? It's <laughs> cracking me up, man. He's a good dude. That's funny. All we right. We don't do specials. We haven't done specials in eight or nine years, probably. Wow. Dude, yeah. And they, well, they're just leaving you on the shelf. Uh, you got those, I mean, you got those pipes, man. You got the pipes and the tones. I know. I mean, another time in another place. I was wait. I'm waiting for Sandy to, you know, maybe like, call me like, up. Yep. Like the, like the manager going out to the mound, she taps the right <laughs> arm. It's time for, it's time for V2 to hit the road with me. Yeah, man. that's right. Let's go. <laughs> okay. This is the last one. Prayer concern. Number four. Ooh, let's go. I had an older person in the church come up to me and start pulling out money and ask, quote, just how much would it take for you to start singing more hymns? (laughs) (laughs) I replied, man, I told him, hey, send it to my church. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Just how much would it take? I think I could come up with uh, 10,000 reasons of why I could do them. (laughs) (laughs) 
there, you know, 10,000 gets when, when, when we've, when we've been there 10,000 years, 10,000 years, right? I'm, I'm seeing a pattern, right? That's a, that's a heavy figure in there on the 10,000. That's crazy. Well, hey, thank you so much for submitting your prayer concerns to the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Uh, if you'd like to submit those, just send us a, an email, info at worshipleaderprobs.com, or you can even send us a DM at worshipleaderprobs on Instagram. And uh, we will never say your name. We'll never use your church's name. We'll keep it 100% anonymous. And uh, again, thank you so much for allowing us to, you know, Scripture says to rejoice with those who rejoice. And to mourn with with those those who who mourn. mourn. Absolutely. So, you know, it gives us a chance to all realize we're all in this together and we're all dealing with the same things. That's what we're doing, man. Cool, dude. Well, hey, let's jump into the final portion of our podcast before we get back into our interview with Sandy Patty that we like to call sliding into the DMs. So. We got so, a great one. Got a great one. Got a great one. We this do. Week. And by the way, we do. We have not taken questions in the Instagram story for a little while, and we're probably going to do that this next week. So, oh, yeah, get your questions ready. Um, maybe Thursday or Friday, something like that. Um, we'll uh, we'll maybe look to do some 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 questies in the uh, Instagram story. <laughs> so what? <laughs> some questies. Where does that even come from? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, I love you, dude. <laughs> questies. I'm going to have to put that on the graphic. Instagram questies. Um, okay, so here's our DM this week. What are your okay. go-to worship songs? Cool. So do you want do you want to go first? Do you want me to go yeah, first? so I'm going to share a couple. Yeah. Um, now, some of them are go-tos for my church, mm-hmm. and some of them are going to be go-tos that I, if I led worship often, would be things I would have in a set list. Are you going to sing them for us? Uh, no, I'm not. Dang it. I know you love it when I sing on the podcast, but I don't know that everyone else does. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a reason why I'm stuck behind the console, and that's standing in front of it with a it microphone. It is the best. So, uh, so, a couple for my church. Um, hallelujah for the cross mm, it. is a go-to for us. Uh, our people just from the get-go dug that song. Um, Praise the King by Corey Voss. Mm, oh, mm-hmm. and Hallelujah for the Cross is by our boy Chris McClarney. Yes. Uh, Praise the King from Corey Voss. Mm. That's one of those songs you just pull it out. It's like a so will I. Mm. You can't do it all the time or it loses its specialness. Mm. Um, but Praise the King. Every single time we've done it, it's like the walls are going to break down, mm-hmm. dude. It mm-hmm. is. Excuse me. Unbelievable. Um, God, you're so good. I think it's from Hillsong. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we are no from passion. Mm-hmm. That, the, uh, we just, we've been doing that lately. People really dig it. Won't stop now from elevation. Love it. Is an, is just a good, I don't know about you, but I, even when I was the assistant to the worship pastor was helping pick sets and find new songs. Finding good upbeat songs so hard. is always the hardest. So hard. Very difficult. Uh, so I'm a big fan of You Won't Stop Now or Won't Stop Now. And then uh, from John Egan's new CD, there's mm-hmm. a song called Open the Gates. That's also another really good that I would have in mind. Uh, we also, we do Yes, I Will. Love that. From Love. Vertical. Yes, I Will. Uh, which somebody was telling us, I think they sent us a DM and said that there's a country song called When I Drink Tequila. And you could sing that with the chorus of Yes, I Will, and it fits right up. 
Uh, and then one of the last ones for, for me is uh, we like to do a song by Church House called Fighting for Us. And it's just another one that like, goodness, just when you sing it, you can't. Um, I don't know. You just, it feels like you want to break out of your skin. Cause you're like, uh, what is the court? You won't back down when it comes to your children. Um, you say one word in the mountain. Like, it's just like this big declaration of what God is and how he's fighting for you. A lot of old Testament scripture brought into it. And so, Love it. um, th- those are some of our kind of go-tos right now that we're digging and our church is digging. Nice. Nice. I love it. I love it. Um, and l- while we're talking about songs, let me, um, in a very, just in a really respectful way, I want to say to all the listeners, just relieve yourself of the pressure of having to slam brand new songs at your congregation every single week. Correct. Okay. Like I, I get introducing new songs. We do it all the time at our church, but we, we don't, uh, it, 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 we don't like age out songs a whole lot. I mean, yeah. um, there, there are songs that just kind of, uh, maybe we don't do as much, but, um, yeah, don't, don't feel the pressure to have to do, you know, four brand new songs, man. You're going to, you're going to see, uh, you want to, you know, balance that out and you're, you're going to see your engagement from the congregation. I think, uh, take an uptick if you give them some familiar with some new, um, that's a sidebar. So for us, um, man, uh, the song Lion and the Lamb. Yeah. Our church loves that song. That's De- good. Declaration. Good Lion and the Lamb. Do it again. Man, oh, we, yeah. we still use do it again. And um, it's powerful. We uh, did it this weekend. Did you? We did. Awesome. Did you do it again? We did it again. <laughs> And we'll probably do it again. Probably do it again. Um, you know, you talked about vertical. Uh, there's a there's an older vertical song called "The Rock Won't Move." Oh my gosh! Oh man, just a you talked about a declaration that I love that. Um, uh, from the newest Jesus Culture album, "Not Afraid." Oh yes, "Not Afraid," and the song "Defender." Oh, so good. In addition to the song "Move" by our guy. Chris McClarney, which I, I wish my wife was in the house right now. The opening guitar lick in move mm. is almost exactly like a Madonna song. And she was like, <laughs> she's Jeremy, you got to listen, listen to this Madonna song. And I was like, Oh my gosh. It's like, awesome. it's right on. That's yeah. awesome. Um, you know, great. Are you Lord? Um, all sons and daughters, my goodness. Um, and you know, the song, uh, living hope, Oh yeah, man! I love that song. I I love the the OG like Phil Wickham version. I also oh, really yeah. I really love the arrangement on the new uh, Bethel uh, CD Victory that Brian yeah, Brian that and Jen good. do together. I really like. I, I love that. I just love that song. Um, and goodness of God uh, from the new Bethel uh, CD. Our church is really um, that that's a. Uh, that's just a really unique, uh, unique song, almost like a, uh, like a modern greatest thy faithfulness kind of a oh, cool. for a new generation. I, I I love it. What's what? What's your big song for Easter this year? 
Hallelujah for the cross. Um, yeah, is going to be how I think Hallelujah for the cross and Living Hope are going to be our. Um, we're going to un- we're going to do the uh, the Bethel arrangement of Living Hope that weekend. Yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah, I like that version. I do too. I do too. It's such a man. That song is power packed. Yeah, I love we- it. We hadn't done it yet, so we're going to introduce uh, Death Was Arrested Ooh, on yes. Easter. Yes. That's, <laughs> that is a good song. Goodness. My church never gets tired of Death Was Arrested. It's so good. Do, do you guys do Forever from Carrie Job? Uh, we have not done it as a congregational. We've done it as a special. Okay, so you have done it. Yeah. Not that I'm against doing it as a, a congregational. It's a, yeah. such a powerful, powerful song. Um, Man, true or or false, Mrs. Probs would destroy that song. Uh, she did destroy it. Yeah, she, she, I'd love to hear Mrs. Probs sing that song, y'all. Mrs. Probs got a cannon. Oh, man, you're very kind. She did that a couple Easter's ago. Um, that's such a goodness. That's a great song, man. Uh, forever and gosh, now you got me thinking about death was arrested. I may have to, f- I got to find out how to, I got to figure out how to do that in my Easter service. Can I tell you one song I don't like that a lot of people are going to do for Easter this year? Yeah. I don't like Ain't No Grave. No, yeah. Yeah. I don't. There's something about it that I'm just like, ugh. We're doing it. We're, <laughs> we're going to set it up with a spoken word. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like maybe in the next episode, we should talk a little bit about what our Easter plans are because it might be helpful for, for some, some, some guys who are out there still maybe share what our set lists are. Yeah, I, I would love it. I'll, I, I'm game for that. All right, cool. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, it is that time for part two with our episode with Sandy Patty. <laughs> anyway, that's so incredible. So, fun fact: it's in your essential playlist on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. When you were having your syndication, my syndication yesterday. <laughs> so, all right. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, you can just Lori Van Valkenburg. She she's the one that came out with it. Just make sure. Fantastic. <laughs> she's so gonna awesome. she's gonna freak. So uh, that's in the essential playlist. Uh, yeah. What she, else is in the essential playlist? Well, I don't know. Let's look it up right now. Well, let's just do. I'll, I'll look it up, Mr. Props, because I know you don't know how. So, <laughs> Well, and, and we can look it up later because then it's, do you look it up under P-A-T-T-I? Do you look it up under P-A-T-T-Y? <laughs> oh. That whole discussion that we haven't had yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Patty, the ultimate collection. Oh, wow. Yeah, I Don't, have that. Volume one. Yeah, build my world around you. Yeah, there's two volumes. I'm in volume two. Yeah, if you have, you've pretty much, if you've got multi-volumes, like that's. that's, I don't know. I didn't even know there was a playlist. (laughs) Hey, dude, I'm just teaching you all kinds of things today. You are. I'm getting a sandication. (laughs) You're getting the (laughs) Jeremy-cation. Are you so going to read the titles? I can. I got I got 16 songs in volume two. How many do you got in volume one? Let me see here. The ultimate collection. I got 16. 32. In volume one. Yeah. Yeah. Here, let's go through. Let's go. You go through volume one. I'll go through let's volume go real two. fast. All right. We ain't got time for this, but I'm curious. How majestic is your name? Okay. Let there be praise. 
they could not. Mm. Was it a morning like this? Mm. In the name of the Lord. Love in any language. More than wonderful. (laughs) Via Dolorosa, upon this rock, love will be our home. In heaven's eyes. I have a story about in heaven's eyes. Mm. The day he wore my crown. (gasps) It is well with my soul. Bethlehem morning. (gasps) We shall behold him and the star-spangled banner. That's volume one. Yeah. World. And then volume two is build my world around you. Mm. Exalt the name. God of all of me. Another time and another place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, who will call him king of kings. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, who will call him king of kings. Hand on my shoulder oh my for all the world. Make it till tomorrow. Breathe on me where the nails were. Mm. You set me free. The majesty and glory of your name Goodness. in the calm forever friends. How great thou art and God bless America. It's interesting how Goodness. both lists end with a patriotic song. Well, that's interesting. That's awesome. Wow. Good All right. Great. Wow. All right. So I'm, in, I, I'm so interested. This is question number two of the Frank five. So Sandy, let's say you get arrested for no reason at all. Oh, Lord. Okay. And your friends and your family found out, oh, no, Sandy's been arrested. What would they assume you did to be arrested? (laughs) Uh, For sure, speeding. (laughs) No question. Like above and beyond, above and beyond the speed limit. Gotcha. Gotcha. In Oklahoma, you could blame it on the wind. Oh my a gosh, there, there, you have a tailwind or a headwind every time you drive here. <laughs> and I could say, officer, it's not my fault. It's the tailwind today. There you go. There you go. So speeding. That's a great answer. Oh, that's yeah. Old Sandy Leadfoot Patty. <laughs> yeah. Sandy <laughs> Leadfoot. <laughs> okay. So in all, in all of your experiences, right? So traveling all over the world, you're in a church now, like what what would you say is the craziest thing that you have seen happen in a service that you were a part of? Oh, I there I have a fabulous story. It wasn't necessarily a service I was a part of, but it was an event I was All a right. part of. Right. So um it's just kind of like stuck in my memory as a really painful experience. So mm-hmm. here we go. Um I was invited. Okay, you can edit this out, but how do I mute my messages on my computer, Jeremy? Because uh, my friends are blowing me up and I don't know how to mute it. Um, you should just, oh no, you can't do that. I don't know. You'd have to, it, it might be a little more complicated. Got it. Then Maybe I'll just, let me see if I quit messages and if that does it. That, that should, that, that probably will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so you guys, the weirdest, no, that didn't nope. do it. Nope. Oh. Nope. I'm going to tell him to stop <laughs> texting me right now. Yeah, that's fine. I, I can edit all this out. No problem. Okay. I don't know how to mute you all <laughs> <laughs> from my computer. So converse among yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> for a bit while I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> okay. 
That's awesome. Okay. All right. Okay. I know how to do it on my phone. I just, I don't know how to do it on my It'll, computer without losing your sound. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't of. even know how to do messages on my computer. So you're. Dude, it's life changing. <laughs> oh, it is life changing. I'm telling you right, well, right okay. now, I except for like moments like now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys, here's the. <laughs> yeah. Like now. Don't respond. They were like, oh, okay, we won't text you. Don't respond at all. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, there's a part of me that wants to leave this in. This is the greatest interview we've done, man. But this is I, okay. I literally I, start that over. So give you a good. Answer. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want to just be best friends when this is all over with. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I've come to a point in my life, Jeremy, and you can do this when you're older. You can go. You know what? I'd be my friend. I'd be my friend. You know, I like me. Exactly. <laughs> that has not always been the case. <laughs> right, Mr. Pro. Oh, I hear you. I yeah. hear you. So you guys, the craziest thing that happened to me was an event I did with the orchestra in Utah. So it was in, it was the Salt Lake City Symphony. And so when the date was presented to me, it was like, hey, we have this um, kind of convention that does some traveling and we provide concerts throughout their travels during the summer. And could you come and do your symphony show for them? Um, it's with the Utah Symphony. I mean, yes, that's, that's like an easy yes. I love the symphony stuff. Absolutely love it. Um, so I had everything from patriotic to, you know, love in any language, to some Disney songs. And um, so we got there for the rehearsal and I suddenly kind of the reality sort of hits, okay, this is a people, it's an elective event for this group of RVers who come. So everybody drives themselves during the day and they get to a designated location where they're all together and entertainment is provided for them for two or three nights. So I'm seeing all these RVs. I'm like, because well, first of all, when people, it's kind of a free ticket thing, people don't show up. And then if they do, they're, they're just kind of, well, we'll check it out, but we'll free, feel free to leave if we need to. So, um, and then we got there to the rehearsal and it was this barn, like I'm talking hay <laughs> and leftover things from animals. And, <laughs> and I knew, I knew we were in big trouble when the orchestra, all their music stands have fly strips. <laughs> Clothes pinned to them, fly strips. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I usually bring my own band. So I had my piano player, drummer and bass player. And it's like, well, you know what? Music is just music. Let, let's just let the music speak for itself and we'll just give these all a great. But I'm thinking, this is the Salt Lake Symphony. I'm sure they're going to be surprised a little bit too. So we had a great rehearsal with them, but it was just 
ungodly hot in there. I don't do hot at all. <laughs> I, I don't, it's not that I like to be cold. I just really hate to be hot. <laughs> so the, the evening started, it was packed everywhere. Now the orchestra, they were not mic'd at all. Nothing. I don't even think the drums or the bass or the piano were mic'd. I'm the only one who had a microphone. So I'm singing through the first song and I get through that and I kind of, you know, let's see. I just want to kind of find those relating points with the audience. (laughs) And some guy starts yelling, it's too loud. Turn it down. (laughs) (laughs) And so I just kind of like just sort of, play it off a little bit. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry. You know, it's just the first song, you know. And he goes, uh, well, just turn it down right now. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I'm like, okay, how do I, how can I relate? How can I make, you know, how can I, you know, this happens in church all the time. You have a oh, phone gosh, that rings gosh. or whatever. And so you, you have to pull the attention back, but you kind of have to land there for a minute before you can go on. You can't just pretend it didn't happen. So I just said, oh, you know, I'm sorry. So sometimes, you know, my grandma, she'll say, I want to come to your concert. And I'll say, grandma, now it might be a little loud for your taste. So just bring your earplugs and just put them in your ear and you'll have a great night. So if you've got, you know, whatever, feel free to use them. We shouldn't have to. (laughs) I'm now changing up the set list in my head and I'm thinking, okay, what, what do people love everywhere? Kids stories. Okay. Kids stories. So I start telling my story about how we adopted Sam and you know, all of that. And if you knew me 25 years ago, I, I really, I take everything so personally that I could not get away from that moment because all I was thinking in my mind I have seriously inconvenienced this crowd and I am not relating. And so I was just thinking, how can I relate? How can I? So I start, I talk about Sam, but I can't hold the emotion in of what just happened. So I'm saying, yeah. And then Donna and I, and I was crying. And then I, I kind of go and put my hand on the piano. And I just said, people, <laughs> if you knew me, you would know that the very thing I hate is making any audience feel uncomfortable. And I am so sorry about the sound. Okay, now, now we have a divided audience. Oh, oh my. gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. Who are like, see what you did to her? You made her cry. You know, because he was taking his cane and he was beating on my sound man. Oh. <laughs> him (laughs) so i'm like you know what lord i I don't know i finished i did one more song and i was done and i went off the stage and i said to the promoter i said listen don't even pay me for tonight don't even pay me i said i did not give you what you asked of me but i didn't think that the audience really wanted to hear it this is exactly what the promoter said oh you were awesome. Last night, they were throwing stuff at B.J. Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) 
dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. So there you go. That is the worst thing that's ever happened on stage. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, but BJ does. That's incredible. Mr. Frowns, doesn't it sound like that would be the, the type of an event that you would get on Craigslist? Remember when Aaron Schust was telling us about the, the craziest thing that happened from him, but that whole thing started with they answered an ad on Craigslist to come to a show. Mr. Frowns, you know this. Um, Jeremy, you might too, but you're younger. But you remember J&J Music? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Music conferences mm. J, um jerry and jan j and j they were at that event <laughs> and i saw them a couple of months after the fact at one of their workshops and they were like we are so sorry we are so sorry if we had known how to reach you we'd have told you don't come don't come these people are mean <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> anyway Oh, that is fantastic. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow. If you're an artist and you're listening to this podcast, that's how you answer question number three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which again is why I love podcasts. You can like tell the story. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and bring you into the moment. But the, you know what? There is a takeaway though. If you're worship leading and something crazy happens in your service, Take a minute and and draw attention to it because if you don't, everybody's thinking, gosh, I wonder what that was. Wonder who what maybe it was an emergency. Oh, mm-hmm. they shouldn't have brought their phone in the first place. All that. And you can make that moment so much shorter mm-hmm. if you just go, Oh, my mom, tell her I'll call her after. You know, or just anything <laughs> that um just brings the moment back to you. I mean, I do think that's a very good tip. That's yeah. awesome. I do that's too. Awesome. And especially because, I mean, our services are becoming so automated and there's so many things that could go wrong. Yeah. When it does, you know, that, 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 that makes it a little easier. Yep. It's not the end of the world. It Absolutely. really isn't. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, here's, here's question four. Um, what would be, a fun fact about Sandy Patty that not everyone would know about. Um, I, I here, Here's a little fun, like for me, I have shared, you know, multiple times. I like to watch the show when calls the heart, even if my <gasps> wife, even if my oh, wife is not oh, in the room. Yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We just had, so you guys just, we guys did. Just bonded. That's all. And, and it's usually as Mr. Probs likes to say, I'm holding a cat while I'm watching when calls the heart. <laughs> Um, it's so good though, isn't it? Yeah. Or, or like for, for another one for me, I've never shared before. And it just hit me when I have a plate of food, I, I eat everything one thing at a time. I, I can't go all the way around. So, and then I always end with the last flavor I want to have in my mouth. So I look and go, I'm going to eat the cheeseburger first. Cause I like the French fries last. Like there's a thought process that goes behind how I eat my food. A lot of science involved there, man. man. There is, I was man. I going to say, have you taken the Enneagram? And I'm just curious <laughs> where you would be because. <laughs> I'm, I'm a two is what we have. Really? Yeah. But yeah. That's very methodical, Jeremy. But if, as Mr. Probs would, would attest, I'm not a methodical person. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I'm a ADHD 
organizational nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Who likes to make everyone else feel good? Absolutely. 100% on that. So I got to take this test, man. I've not taken it yet. I need to, I need to take it. Mm -hmm. You need to have her on your podcast, Suzanne Stabile. She'll talk you through the Enneagram and make you feel worse and better about yourself all at the same time. That's great. Yeah. She's amazing. We'll, uh, we'll work on that. Um, a lot of people know now that I, I'm a huge NFL fan. I really am. I do not play fantasy football because I do not. I, I, like, I like root for a whole team. Um, it's usually involved Peyton Manning being on the quarterback uh, mm. as the teams I've. But, but I just really, I like, I just like NFL. Mm, I really awesome. do. I, I like it. NFL. Here's what a lot of people don't know about me. I actually lettered in boys high school football. What? Hello. I did. I got a letter at the end of the year. I was the statistician. Okay. (laughs) And I took all the stats throughout all the year, which is where I really, really learned the intricacies of football. Mm -hmm. And I like all that stuff. So I, I lettered in high school boys football. Man, that's, that's a fantastic fact. That is a great one, man. That's a really great one. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so here's number five. Okay. So if we could, if we could get like a giant room or an arena or some place that we could gather every worship leader, every production person, every band member, singer, if we could get them all in one place big enough, and we gave you a microphone, what would you what would you want to say to them? I think that I would start by saying this. At the end of the day, it's not about us. At the end of the day, it is about the story that we are privileged to share. Oh, yeah. But during the day, it is about us in terms of being prepared. Mm. and planning and praying and bringing our passion and practicing those Mm. five P's. Mm. It is about all of that. Mm. At the end of the day, worship is not just music. Mm. Mm. Worship is how we live when we're in traffic. I say that sometimes and people will say, you're just meddling now. (laughs) <laughs> but you know what? It is Romans 12, 1 and 2. It is how we live our lives when no one's watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling Mr. Probs, and, and that's probably what I would say. But then maybe we could unpack those five. Yes, yes, yes. Planning, preparing, practicing, passion. And oh, I forgot the last one. Uh, planning. I said them earlier, right? You did. Planning, practice, passion. Practice. Preparing. Passion and prayer. And prayer. And you know, the interesting thing is about those five Ps. I don't, I don't typically write them vertically. Mm. I write them where they make a circle when Mm. I'm teaching, you know, my vocal teams and stuff. Your syndication. Huh? Your syndication. My sandication. Right. <laughs> uh, because, you know, some people will come into that circle 
maybe having one of those P's down. There, you know, there are people who come in with a tremendous amount of passion, but they haven't looked at the music once. Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, God's going to take care of it. I believe God's in the practicing too. Mm, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I believe God is in when we input stuff on planning center two weeks before Easter. Mm, I preach. think God is in all of that. Preach. Preach. You know, so, but then you'll have some people who will come in unbelievably prepared and practice, but they haven't experienced in their depth what it is to really submit their lives to Christ on a mm-hmm. daily, moment-by-moment basis. And so their passion needs to increase. So it's not that it's kind of like a double. I think of it sometimes as, you know, the double jump rope thing. Just oh, jump yeah. in where your gift, just jump in, <laughs> but then commit and be intentional to uh, work on the other things in that circle. Um, there's really not one that starts and not one that finishes. It's all, it's all, it all matters. I tell our vocal teams all the time. It all matters what you wear if it's too tight, if it's too loose, if it's, we want to create a distraction free zone mm-hmm. so that the story about what God has done for us in the music that we are privileged to sing can create an atmosphere for others to encounter Christ. It's not mm-hmm. our job to have them encounter Christ. It's just our job to, uh, to facilitate the environment. Yeah. That's right. We talk a lot about, um, well, so I do production is what I do, uh, at our church. And so like, and our worship pastor, you know, we, we, we work real close together with both of our teams. We teach the, the practice and getting ready and everything, because we're trying to get everybody to get to a, I always get this wrong, but a unconscious competence. Fabulous. Because, because that is where when, when you can worship the God the most in those moments is when I'm not worrying about the notes when I'm playing guitar. Yeah. I'm not, I've got the harmony so ingrained in my head. I've spent enough time on the console that if I hear a little bit of feedback, I know to go to three and a half K pull and right. not searching because then you get, you get so lost in the figuring out the moment you forget about God. So if you can get to the point where you have prepared enough that you just have this unconscious competence, mm-hmm. Those are the moments yeah, I've experienced really like God the that. most in worship. Yeah. That's really good. That's really, really good. So, Sandy, tell us a little bit about crossings. Uh, Oklahoma City, what's a typical weekend look like? What does your typical team look like? Oklahoma City uh, Crossings Community Church is where Don and I are so privileged to serve. Um, and we use the word serve a lot around there. Um, that we serve together in the vocal team. And let me just sidebar about that. We've really tried to include language in, uh, for instance, I say vocal team, and that was a very conscious choice on our part to change it from worship team because the ushers are part of the worship team. That is right. The choir is part of the worship team, the orchestra, the nursery ladies who rock the babies so that the, the young parents can go and, you know, be part of them. They're all part of the worship team. And so that's just a very small word change, 
but it signals an intention, I think, on, on the culture of crossings that worship isn't just music. Music is a huge part of worship, but worship is not just music. So our pastors used to say, um, like in between songs, would you stand now and worship? And what they meant was stand and sing. Mm-hmm. But we've, but the offering and, you know, all the Old Testament stuff, it's all an act of worship. That's right. And mm-hmm. so the, the pastors now will say, let's continue to worship as we, you know, whether it's a baby dedication or a baptism. And just that verbiage, let's continue, signals it's all worship. So mm-hmm. uh, those things, I think, are really, really important. So that's sort of the high lens that everybody looks through facilitate an opportunity for others to encounter Christ, mm. that we are a Christ-centered church, centered, uh, centered in Christ, uh, a voice of hope, known by love, uh, lived by faith. Mm. So everything is through those lenses. But under this big umbrella of crossings, we have three different styles of services. Mm. So we have the chapel service, which is which kind of Don Don, my husband is it oversees that. And it's simple and sacred and it follows loosely liturgy. Mm-hmm. And it is just a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. The first Sunday that he um, was serving as the new pastor, he'd say, Now see those books there in front of you? I want you to get them out. Let's let's blow the dust off. These are called hymnals. You know, <laughs> and just, you know, it's that that Make draw a point to something that's obvious and gets everybody on. Yeah. So we have the chapel service, just simple and sacred, piano, organ, cello, and a choir of about 30. Mm. Um, mm. Then we have a contemporary service, which is kind of uh, in a little more casual setting. Um, one main guy that leads music, but others who sing along, a wonderful band, and lots of media happening mm. in that service. And then we have a blended service, which um, we try to, and that's probably the one that I find my heart Mm. in most of the time. Mm. Um, It's a little bit of old and a little bit of new and something that if anybody at any time were to walk in the doors of this church, there'd be one thing they could sing. So that's, that's one criteria. And then is there something new we're teaching? Is there something familiar that we're honoring? Um, and so the choir wear, wear robes sometimes, sometimes they don't, has a band, but an orchestra. And so I have found that I'm spending a lot of my time with those vocal teams because mm-hmm. we rotate them. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an amazing place because we have incredible volunteers. Mm-hmm. And so we're able to rotate out of a group of about 70 who are mm-hmm. on the vocal team. And that's wow. just, we don't take for granted how, what a blessing that is. Mm-hmm. Wow. But um, that's where I'm finding myself. And, you know, what is appropriate facial and body communication and what is too much, what mm-hmm. is not enough, what is mine to do. And I can't compensate for somebody else who mm-hmm. may not expect, be giving forth a lot of energy, all of those kinds of conversations, just we have every Wednesday night and I get to have a group of seven or eight who are serving that particular week. 
and we break down some lyrics and we, what does this mean? And, you know, just so that we go into Sunday really intentional. We understand it first. And then, Jeremy, I love the unconscious competence. Mm-hmm. Then we can go and step in some place that we've planned and prepared and prayed about, bring our passion, and we've practiced. Yeah. And that's when we can get out of our way. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Uh, we, we've showed that. Like, we started it with guitar players. And we would say, hey, so like you've been on the worship team for seven years now. And I reached over and I took his music off his music stand. I go, see if you can get through rehearsal. <laughs> and all of a sudden he played with no music and he was like, oh, I've, I've never had an experience like that before. I was like, bro, you know it. And next thing you know, it's starting to get through more and more people like, mm-hmm. and he's real. I can look up and I can see the people and I'm experiencing God. And it, it's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. Absolutely. Well, Sandy, thank you so much for taking the time to come on here. And I, I told Jeremy I was going to share this story. And so I've, I've gone through, there have been a couple of seasons in my life where I, I don't even know how to describe it. I was just at low, really, really low points. One of them, we were able to have Paul Balash on. And I, I, was, I was in a conference and I, I heard for the first time his song, Hosanna. And there's a line in the song that says, because um, when we see you, we find strength to face the day. And I remember God intersecting my life in that moment. Mm. Well, there was a moment when I was a college freshman, and um, I my 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 parents were going through uh, some really horrific stuff at home. I was I I kind of was just alone. I was a college freshman, and and it it I I was dealing with some depression and. Um, it was a really low point, really, really low. And uh, I remember doing the thing that felt most naturally to me growing up in a Christian home. I went to the Christian bookstore. That was still a really big deal back then. I went down to the, the street too. Right, right down the street. I went into the Christian bookstore and there was this, this huge uh, like life. I don't know how tall it was. It was tall. It was like a life-size cutout of you. Hmm. And next to it were CDs. And so I, I had scraped together enough money to go, um, to go buy a CD. And I, I will never forget, I got back to my room and um, I put the CD in. And one of the first songs that I, that I gravitated, this was your CD, one of the first songs I gravitated to was a song called In Heaven's Eyes. Mm-hmm. And to, to this day, day <laughs> I can't listen to it. I can't talk about it without kind of losing it and going back to that place. And I will never, ever forget the first time I heard the chorus that says, in heaven's eyes, there are no losers. In heaven's eyes, no hopeless cause. There's people like you, people with feelings like me, amazed by the grace we can find in heaven's eyes. And in that moment, I I found God in a renewed way. Um, It it was a pivotal, an absolutely pivotal moment in my life. And uh, so thank you. Thank you very, very much uh, for recording that. That song kind of just keeps hovering there. And those words tend to find people. 
Mm. I wish I had written it. You know, I didn't. Mm. Uh, those words are just powerful. They are. A they great are. reminder. Thanks and, for sharing that. I'm well, glad you did. Man, it, it was just, I, I'll never forget it. And you you will always be super special to us for lots of reasons. Um, but that certainly is is uh, on the list for me. And um, just so grateful um, that you would take the time. And there's a whole new generation of people that are going to get introduced to your music. I hope you will go and uh, download some Sandy Patty music, maybe one of those ultimate playlists. And well, we need to hear a little bit about your book. Well, here, hold before we do that. Before we do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, I want to read something to you. Okay. And I just want you to tell me what you're thinking at the end of it. Okay. So for a lot of our younger listeners, Sandy Patty, three platinum records, five gold records, five Grammy Awards, 40 Dove Awards. 11 million records sold. Those are big numbers. Those are big numbers, girl. Those are, those are big. The thing is, I think, man, I'm old. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, and that's not 11 million records sold. That's not streams on the internet. That's people that got in their cars and drove yeah, and yeah. bought 11 million. Mm, 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 mm. I will say this, it has been an absolute privilege to connect with people using music. Mm. Um, I do say this to a lot of people because sometimes they'll say, well, so how do you want to be remembered? And this is the truth. This is a woman who loved God Mm. and loved her family passionately. And when she got a chance, she sang about it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm. Dang it. Put all that in reverse. Now that's, that's where I'm at. Oh. Dang, Sandy Petty's got me crying two days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, listen, I'm so, I'm so proud of you. I love help, helping share your, your stuff because it just lets us all go. Oh, wow. That happened somewhere else too. That's good to know. It just kind of normalizes the crazy a little bit. And it's pretty awesome. Please give my love to Mrs. Probs. You got it. You got it. You got it. Please do. Good to be with you guys. Good to be with you. you too. Thank you so much. I, I said this last week and I said this to you, I am praying she becomes my best friend. And that we can just text funny things back and forth to each other. <laughs> you guys, she's a stitch. And, and uh, man, the depth, the depth of her story as well. I mean, she, she gosh, you were talking about a cannon. That girl, she's got a cannon too. Man. Oh, yeah. And she did so good answering all of our questies. <laughs> I knew. I, sometimes I know as it's coming out of my mouth. And yet I cannot stop. Uh, I'm very excited for the Jen Smell meme <laughs> that's going to come from Questies. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was. Uh... All right. Well, hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 24 of the podcast. 
Don't forget, whatever app you're listening to this podcast on right now, if you wouldn't mind going in, click subscribe um, and, and give us a five-star rating, maybe leave us some kind words. We'd really appreciate that. Um, we're just so thankful for you, the listeners of the Worship Leader Project. I, I, I didn't close my eyes. So I, I can't do it without my eyes closed. But irregardless, irregardless, regardless, I don't know. But we're thankful for you, the listeners of the Worship Leader Problems podcast. And until next time, see ya. Deuces.